most of what I learned was through YouTubing, was through Google search, was programs, courses, coaches that I hired to figure this thing out. And if you have the drive and determination and the hustle, the grit, and you believe that you can do whatever you need to do to make it happen, you will succeed. I truly believe that. Welcome to the Coffee with Courtney podcast. I'm your host, Courtney Marie, web designer and CEO of Courtney Marie & Co. After building a multiple six-figure design agency, I wanted to create a podcast to share everything I've learned and am still learning to help you grow your business. Each week, you'll hear from me and other experts, share tips on branding, marketing, business, and so much more. So if you're ready to learn how to run a successful business and stand out online, grab your cup of coffee and let's dive in. So this episode is a little different, and if you don't know me or we don't follow each other on social media, welcome. Uh, I'm going to be breaking down and sharing my story of how I got started in the online space and how I got to where I am today. There's a bunch of pieces in the middle here. I'm going to try to keep it short and simple, Um, but I think each piece is important because my main message with this episode is that you don't have to have it all figured out. You can change your mind, like you're allowed to change your mind and pivot and you get to choose how you want your reality to be. And also know that there's a lot of ups and downs ugly growth moments, beautiful growth moments along the journey, and that's all okay. It's all normal, and everyone's timeline is different. So like I said, I'll try to keep this short and simple, but I do think me just sharing it, and maybe you can relate or resonate with certain parts of it, and that's all that I want. All that I want is for you to be able to listen to my story and maybe relate and maybe it gives you motivation or inspiration to keep going. So how I got into the online space really started with uh, network marketing. In 2014, I joined network network marketing, MLM, oh my god, I can't speak, Um, and that really was the gateway, uh, the intro to me really seeing what was possible in the online space. And what I mean by possible was seeing, oh my gosh, I can make money and work for myself. And once I saw that, I was hooked. Uh, You know, growing up through school, I was never an A-plus student. I didn't like school. I was more of the social butterfly. Wasn't one of those people who knew, hey, this is what I want to do. This is what I want to be. I never really had that. I didn't, I had no clue. Like going into college, I was like, hey, I'll just try this graphic design. I'll give this a shot. Um, You know, freshman year of college, I wanted to drop out. I was, I was like, uh, yeah, this isn't for me. Let me go to cosmetology school because I love hair. You know, I always really had something instilled in me. I want to do what I love to do because I don't want to hate my job 
for the rest of my life. So I did have that um, maybe drive or passion in me to, uh, you know, if I'm going to be doing something, I want to love what I do. Maybe that's the entrepreneur type in me. I never had like a lemonade stand or anything like that. Like you hear other entrepreneurs, they had that spirit or that drive from a young age. I I don't think I had that. Um, Like I said, it didn't really spark until 2014, like mid-college. Needless to say, I finished college (laughs) because, you know, oh, you have to get that paper. So I was like, whatever, let me just finish this. I'll get this paper. Um, Halfway through, I found a passion for fitness and hence I entered the MLM that was fitness related. And so I was like, I love this. I'm going to do this. What did that look like? It meant selling supplements and pursuing personal training as a career. Um, So Fast forward, after college, you know, I took a few classes in personal training, decided graphic design was, it was great, it was a great degree, but it wasn't really for me, so I took as many fitness classes as I could to really learn, like, if this is what I want to do, and I decided I wanted to pursue personal training. People thought it was crazy. They're like, you can't make a career off personal training, like, good luck with that. So here I am. going against the norm, um, I'm going to do this. So one of my, one of my, uh, like ever since high school, I always wanted to move out of the Midwest. I grew up in a small farm town in the Midwest and it, it was just like, this is not for me. I'm a city person. I went to college in, um, at university of Nebraska, Lincoln. And even that, got to a point where it was too small. Like I wanted to experience more. I always ha- I always had this taste for what else was out there. I wanted just to experience all that life had to give. Um, so I knew one person in California and I my parents were like, no, don't do that, but it's your life. And so they're like, okay, you know, one person, like you need a full-time job if you're going to make this work. So I was like, okay, cool. Let me go do this. I got a full-time job working at the Buckle. Uh, It's a retail store. I did like manager and training. Guys, this is not my long-term plan. I just needed a plan to get out to California. Made it happen. Knew that I was going to pursue personal training once I got out there. Made it happen. Um... I got my first gym job, I think six months later. And from there, it really started my personal training career. I loved it. I loved helping people. I loved seeing their excitement, like the satisfaction of when they would lose weight and it would affect all different areas of their life. Um, But it eventually got to a point where I was trading time for money. And if you're in a position like that, you know exactly what I mean. Like you clock in, you clock out, you don't make money when you're not working. I was like, well, shoot, how am I going to make this work for the next 10, 20, 30 years? What does this look like? And I think, I don't really know like what happened in between there, but I think at the time, like my roommate was learning stuff about online and I was like, okay, let me kind of 
explore this a little bit. I know there's fitness coaches out there that make money online. I don't know how they do it. Um, Let me just kind of research this a little bit. And the start, like entering into the next starting point or kickstart of my career was being introduced to Shalene Johnson and her Marketing Impact Academy online. If you haven't heard of it, if you're like a newbie to business, highly recommend it. Marketing Impact Academy. It was a good catalyst to introduce me to how to start an online business and really the basics that you need to know from finding your niche, um, email marketing, like offering freebies, sales, like talking to people. It was just a good solid foundation into starting an online business. Um, And I went to an event, was sold. I was hearing story after story like so-and-so made $13,000 in a week and this person made $30,000 in a month. I'm sitting over here like, what? What do I got to do to make that happen? I was hooked. I knew that I wanted that. Whatever I had to do, tell me, I will do it. And I didn't know how it was going to make it work. I decided, okay, let me let me start an online fitness business. Let's see how this goes. I love fitness. I'm learning all this online business stuff. Online fitness business, done. Let's do it. So I did that for a few years and I eventually went all in on the online fitness business. Loved it. Loved helping people transform both inside, outside, and just seeing the transformation in different areas of their life. But it got to a point where, and I don't know what happened, like if it was, I did go through a back injury, you know, I slowly started to lose my passion for fitness. Maybe it was part of that because I couldn't do a lot of the things and I was getting frustrated. Um, But the passion started to slowly fizzle out and it got to a point where, where I wasn't enjoying the coaching aspect and I didn't know really where to go from there. I didn't know what that looked like for me. You know, I kept going with the online, but then I was like, well, let me try going, you know, maybe this online thing is a lot for me. Maybe let's try a full-time job to make some more money. And so that's where, um, throwing you for a loop here, but (laughs) that's where I started working for Kajabi, which crazy how everything came full circle after that moment. Um, but I started working for Kajabi really because I was already using the platform for my business. So I knew it really well. And I thought it was a cool platform, cool company, like startup company. I wanted to learn even more about the platform um, and be a part of something that was helping other people. Like I still wanted to help other people. I just didn't know what that looked like. So once I started working there, again, I loved it. I got to learn from a lot of great people and meet a ton of cool people that I never would have thought or I never would have met otherwise. Going to events, getting to meet, you know, these top earners using Kajabi. I was like, this is so cool. Um, And then what happens? I got to another point where I was like, oh my gosh, this full-time thing isn't for me. 
clocking in nine to five, sitting in a chair all day, I just still have this gut feeling or this passion in me that hasn't died yet. There's still a fire burning that I need to, that I'm meant to be working for myself, that I'm meant to do something other than what I'm doing, but I don't know what that is. So here we are again, changing my mind, doing something different, pivoting. And so I still, keep in mind, I still have this online fitness business going. You know, I still have clients there. It wasn't, I'll be honest, like it wasn't, uh, I had clients every month, but it wasn't a consistent like 10 plus clients a month. That's a thing with that I ran up against with fitness. It was like you would have high, super high months, you would have super low months, and it was just a constant up and hill or up and down, up and down. And it's like, how do I, how do I make this consistent without driving myself insane? <laughs> um, so I had this fitness business. I knew that, okay, if I leave this full-time job, I still need something to help supplement my income because I have bills to pay. And let's be real, I like to live a fun lifestyle. Um, You know, I, I like to shop, I like to go out to eat, I like to go on trips. So I need something to help supplement this. At the time, I'm still in credit card debt. Um, yeah, I'm super transparent about that because I think debt is normal. We need to normalize that debt is not necessarily a bad thing. Um, Building your credit, you actually can have like money and I'm not a financial expert, but you know, you have money on your credit card to build your credit and pay off, pay off that amount each month. Um, So yes, at this point I was living paycheck to paycheck. Uh, I think... $10,000 Ten to twenty thousand dollars in debt um, throughout this time period. Anyways, I knew that I needed something, and I'm like, okay, what could I? What could I do? And I'm like, okay, I know how to use Kajabi, and I know that there's a lot of people needing help with the back end, like tech support of their Kajabi, like setting up certain things, landing pages email marketing, automations, courses, all the all this stuff. Wasn't my favorite at the time, but I was like, I could do that. I can help people with that. And I think what I really did, like it wasn't formal or anything. I don't even know if I had, sis- yeah, I didn't have anything set up. I was just like, I reached out to someone that I knew in the online space. Like she was very successful I think she reached out to me or I reached out to her. I can't, I should go back and look, but I think I reached out to her and asked like, hey, do you need help with your Kajabi? And that really just kicked things off. I was starting at 20 or $25 an hour, just helping people on an hourly basis with their Kajabi on the side of my fitness business. So I was working like Monday through probably Sunday nights, days, whatever I could fit in um, to really make the money that I needed to make. Now, fast forward, this is where it's going to completely change. I, I think it was fall of 2019. Yes, fall of 2019, I had a heart-to-heart with my coach. So I've hired, 
numerous amounts of coaches, courses, programs throughout my journey. Highly recommend um, hiring support. It really helps you speed up the process. I wouldn't have learned near as much stuff that I learned through mentorship, coaching programs, all of that. But I had a heart to heart because at this point, my Kajabi, whatever it was called, virtual assistant side business was picking up more than my fitness business at the time. And it was kind of at a level where I couldn't put both feet in both places. And I remember sitting down with my coach and they were like, I think you need to decide what you want. Do you want fitness or do you want to jump in and see where you could go with this Kajabi business? And I like through that, I also had other people in my life telling me like, hey, you need to do this because you're really good at this. You have a talent for this. There's a demand for this. I think you need to be open to going down this path because I think for me, I was closed. I was closed off because I was fitness was going to be the rest of my life. Like that's what I was meant. I felt that that's what I was meant to do. Like that was my purpose. And if I didn't have my purpose, what did I have? But looking back, your purpose can change. As you grow and as you evolve, your purpose changes with you. Just like your business evolves and changes as you grow, your purpose can change too. So I think once I had that mindset shift of, What's the worst that could happen? I try this. It doesn't work out. I don't like it. I can go back to fitness. So there I was, signed off my first or closed out my last fitness client and went all in on this Kajabi virtual assistant business. Had nothing really set up. I was just doing hourly rates. I was helping with web design landing pages, basically anything in Kajabi. And I remember December 2019 was the moment I said yes. I threw my hands up and I was like, God, please, please guide me because I don't know what to do if this doesn't work out. And I remember, I'll never forget this moment because this was a huge pivotal moment in my life. This month, I I leaned in to something that I wasn't sure, and I let go of a lot of things that weren't serving me, and I think just leaning in and letting go at the right time, that's when opportunities present themselves when you're fully present, and I'll never forget December 2019 was the highest income month I've ever seen in my life from full-time job to part-time, like anything combined, I was shocked. I thought this was too good to be true, but then it happened again the next month, even higher, the next month, even higher, and it just kept going. And I finally, I think it took like 10 months for me to finally settle in the fact that, oh my God, I have a successful business, like all on its own, 
nothing else, just this one thing that I leaped into and I was open to, it happened and I was one of those stories. I like, I'll never forget that. And I'm truly thankful as I'm saying this, just, you know, reminiscing, remembering that feeling When you get to that point, you look back and you're like, oh my God, like I am that person that when they stood up and shared their success story, I was the one sitting in the seat like, oh my God, I wish that was me. What do I have to do? Like, can I make that happen? I don't know. Like, is that possible for me? And now roles are reversed. Like I'm in that, I'm the person standing up and sharing my story And I'll be truly honest with you. Like I, deep down, I didn't know if I had what it took. I didn't know what was possible. I I mean, I knew what was possible. Maybe I didn't know if I could truly get there. Yes, I believed in myself, but there might've been a little piece of me that didn't. And I had to get past that and prove to myself that I could do it. So I think the main point of that is that you do have to believe in yourself, but you can be that person standing up. You can be that person sharing your story. If I can do it, you can do it. I know that's cheesy, but when I say that, like (laughs) I feel that because I didn't go to school for business. I didn't, yeah, I had like advertising and PR background, but you know, we don't use a lot of traditional advertising. I didn't go to school for marketing. I learned, most of what I learned was through YouTubing, was through Google search, was programs, courses, coaches that I hired to figure this thing out. And if you have the drive and determination and the hustle, the grit, and you believe that you can do whatever you need to do to make it happen, you will succeed. I truly believe that. I don't know how long it'll take. Like I said, this journey for me started in 2014. We're in 2022, which is crazy, 2022. Um, I don't know what your timeline looks like. It could be two years. It could be five years. It could be 10 years. But do you have that grit to stick it out because most people, when they get into entrepreneurship, they give it maybe a year, maybe two years, and they're like, oh, this is too much. I'm out. They give up too early because it is a lot of ups and downs. And there were times where I wanted to give up. And like I said, is this for me? I tried full-time job. That wasn't for me. I tried this. It wasn't for me. And I finally found something that I love doing. It's web design. So eventually from that story, I niched down into web design using helping Kajabi users um, because I found that I was really good at design, which from my graphic design background, it all came full circle. But everyone's story is different. And I think that's why... It's important to share your story, the good, the bad, the ugly, and just like each part, because as you, you know, if you're still listening, I don't know how long this is, you can see that I did change my mind a lot. I tried new things. I failed. 
I I learned a lot of lessons. You'll hear those in other episodes. Like (laughs) there's a lot of lessons I learned, a lot of mistakes I made along the way that could have saved me some time, some money, all that. Um, But everyone's story, everyone's journey is different. And I think as long as you have all those characteristics that I mentioned, um, and then really it comes down to finding something you're good at and passionate passionate about is important. But also, at the end of the day, a business, like you need to make money. And how do you do that? A business is solving a problem like you have the solution to a problem that is in demand. So problem, people are unhappy and they're looking to lose weight. Your solution is maybe a one-on-one coaching program that helps them lose 15 pounds in three months. Another example is what our agency does. So We help six, seven-figure entrepreneurs attract their ideal clients, stand out online, and scale their business through high-converting web design. So what that looks like is, hey, they're at a point where they need a website to tie everything together and expand their business, expand their reach. But the problem is, you know, they may not have the skill set. They don't know how to do it. And frankly, they don't have the time to figure it out. And so they do have the funds to hire an expert to take care of that for them. And our solution is web design services to solve that problem. And I'll definitely share more details, like go more in depth of how, you know, the transition from solopreneur to running an agency with a team of five came about because I think that story in itself, there's a lot of a lot of learning opportunities that I could share, tips, you know, how to start an agency, how to run it, systems, all that stuff, um, and like the transition, how I got there. But I'll save that for another episode uh, because I really want this story to just like, just the overview. Again, I don't know how long this is. It doesn't give me a time as I'm recording this. It's probably pretty long. Thank you if you're still listening. Like I said, my main message by sharing my story for this part is you can change your mind. You're going to make a lot of mistakes, but you're meant to go through those to get to where you are today. And if you truly want it to not give up, you're going to be up against a lot of hurdles. And like I said, if you have that grit and you're willing to stick it out, you will succeed. And final thing, if you have any questions or if this story resonated with you, I would really love to hear from you on Instagram. Send me a message or tag me. Um, That way I can, you know, what did you learn from it? What was the takeaway? Were you in the same position? Let me know. Uh, Instagram is at CourtneyMarie.me. Otherwise, I will catch you in the next episode. As always, thanks for listening. And if you love this podcast, don't forget to subscribe or leave a review on iTunes and share it with a friend or on Instagram to help support the show. If you want additional resources to help you grow your business, you can find them on my website at CourtneyMarieCo.com or below in the show notes.